The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. We all remember where we were on that fateful Tuesday morning when our country was forever changed. Thousands of Americans were lost in an unspeakable attack on our way of life. And as we mourned as a nation, our resolve was tested. But we persevered, demonstrating that our strength, our courage, and our spirit would not waver. For we are a proud people, proud of who we are, proud of our nation, and damn proud to be Americans. We pressed on together. Rebuilt, honoring the fallen, using the light of their memory to guide our journey forward. And on the eve of the 20th anniversary of September 11th, we remember that freedom is not free, that our resilience is what unites us and serves as a beacon of hope. And on this day, we remember and we will never forget. Washington, D.C. 
Our nation's leaders have encouraged us to return to living our lives the way we normally do. Our nation's leaders have encouraged us to continue to live our lives the American way. They've encouraged us to practice and exercise our constitutional rights. And as such, tonight I believe this is the first public assembly of its size since the tragedy of Tuesday. Make, make no mistake about what and make no mistake about the message this public assembly is sending to terrorism tonight. And that message, quite simply, is that we will not live our lives in fear. The citizens of Houston are not afraid the citizens of Texas are indeed not afraid. And by God, the citizens of the United States are not afraid. For we are a proud people, proud of who we are, proud of our nation, and damn proud to be Americans. freedom, a beacon of freedom that never has been, nor ever will be extinguished. The World Wrestling Federation would like to thank each and every one of you here in the Compact Center tonight. The World Wrestling Federation would like to thank each and every one of you watching on television. We would like to thank you for the honor and privilege of performing before you here tonight.
Collins again, looking to stop, he got hit by the spear! Edge from out of nowhere, drapes himself into the cover for the victory! Rollins stays in it! Oh, look at this. Jey Uso knocked over the top rope. Montez Ford catches Jimmy, and Jimmy knocked over the top as well. Maybe they don't give a damn about joining anybody. Tag made. Here comes Montez Ford to the fly. Incredible. He cleared the top rope. And that's Ray Young. Young getting involved. Hey, you can disrespect Knicks fans all you want, pal. And the official caught Trey Young, and he's going to send the Atlanta Hawks guard back to the locker room. Double 619. And Big E, Mr. Money in the Bank. Feeling the power of positivity. Big ending. Cover. Big E and company with the win. Wow. Here are your winners. Rick Moves, Intercontinental Champion, King Nakamura, Dominic and Rey Mysterio, and Mr. Money in the Bank, Big E. Perfect. Went for the double leg take out and now Edge with a pedigree. Edge with a pedigree for the win over Rollins here tonight on SmackDown. I, uh, I was sitting at home listening to you people chat. We want Becky. I came back last minute notice, last minute notice, saved all of your asses, beat the champion in 26 seconds, and this is how you treat me. I left my baby girl at home for you people, and you're favoring a flash in the pan over me.
drag himself up. But no, 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 no! Rollins with a stop! A stop to Edge! Edge, it felt like Edge knew this was over. He stared down three super kicks with his face. The devastating stop that Edge tried so hard to avoid. A stop to the surgically repaired neck. Edge is motionless. Rollins with the cover and the victory. Here is your winner, Seth Rollins! Finn Balor has said when he's pushed too far, his personality changes. His inner demon is released. We could have never dreamt the demon would be on SmackDown in MSG, staring down Roman Reigns.
starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC presents Friday Night Smack Talk. <laughs> That's right, we're back for Smackdown and I'm, I'm your host Jimmy T and tonight I've got another guest host. He's from the PW Hustle and shout out to the Hustle Boys because we're officially part of the family too. Michael Davis aka 8-Track Black. What's going on my friend? How are you bro? Madison Garden. Right, by the way, the they will Right there. And and absolutely we will we'll get into that. And and you're right, we were meant to do this a long time ago. I'm actually pissed that we didn't get to do the one where 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 you attended SmackDown. And that's because that was kind of out of my power at the time. I was switching over networks and stuff like that. But that was then. This is now. And we finally got to the dance, bro. You know what I mean? So we're here. We're, and and let's get into it. I mean, this SmackDown emanates from uh, New York, New York. At the world's most famous arena. And that is Madison Square Garden. And dude, it was pretty raucous, man. It was pretty cool, man. You know what I mean? So we get an opening with a video package on Saturday's 20th anniversary of September 11, 
you know, the terrorist attacks and, and man, you know what I mean? Like, like this never gets old because it still feels like it happened yesterday, dude. I mean, what's your feeling about September 11? September 11 is always a tough time. Right. And I mean, anniversary is always tough, and I can't believe it was 20, 20 years ago. Oh, neither can I, bro. That's what blows my mind, man. I remember it like it was yesterday, and I can only imagine the impact it had, you know, for you, let alone New Yorkers, right? But, dude, all the way down here, I felt it. I remember seeing, I didn't see the first plane hit, but I watched the second plane hit live, which was pretty surreal at the time, man, and... Like, like I was saying, it never gets old because it feels like it was yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's very, very uh, unfortunate for everybody that lost their lives in uh, that, that the terrorist attacks in uh, New York. And it, I mean, it seems like New York has gotten, gotten stronger uh, like throughout the years. And it's just, it sucks that all those people that, that died in the, in the, in the uh, the trade, uh, World Trade Center, it, it sucks, and I, I hope that not, something like that never happens again, and I hope uh, during the, uh, the president know that will know what the fuck he's doing. I mean, yeah, right. Right, right now, right now, the president, Biden, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. We just had a war in, in Afghanistan. Yeah, right, exactly. And it's like, he's not doing a job as a president, he's just he's being a fucking puppet. So he pretty much following the rules of other people that's wanting to pull the strings. And it's pissing me off. I agree with you 100%, dude. And don't worry, man. I mean, our leaders here are just fucking idiots. Trust me. You think Biden's bad? Dude, trust me. <laughs> our leaders are the biggest goofballs on this planet. And they're just fucking idiots, bro. But that's for another night, another show, I guess. You know what I mean? Welcome to the political show on Friday nights. I mean, nah. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into SmackDown. And, and, and you know what's disgusting? Even though it's you know, the 9-11 anniversary, the fact that they advertised is a crown jewel in Saudi Arabia coming up, right? Yeah. Kind of made me sick, bro. I just wanted to touch that. I mean, that offended me, bro. But... It doesn't surprise me because WWE, I don't know, man. As a company, they're fucking weird sometimes, bro. I mean, especially what they did to Zelina Vega, bro. Yeah, I, I heard what uh, your, your thoughts and Jarvis thoughts on him right. on the podcast. And I, I completely agree. The fact that they, they did her dirty like that and, like, the fact that she's been, been doing, been, been dirty ever since she came back to WWE. Like, she's been a dressing jobber. And now this shit happening, having her father pass away in the 9-11 uh, tragedy, and she will get ready to have her mat, her mat, the mask in Madison Square Garden in the twenty years anniversary since her dad died, and it's like they just just cut her mask off, not just her mask. I think it was Carmella supposed to pad that mask and uh, Liv Morgan. It's just yeah, it's it really pissing me off that they just they just keep on sitting on the woman, especially. Them uh, advertising uh, blood money as Jargo. Yeah, right. And the fact that they, rumor has it that they got to do this Korean Arena tournament and they got to have the finals in freaking Saudi Arabia. So, yeah. like, what, what the fuck, man? I mean, we talk about AEW's uh, way of doing business, but right. they, they, don't, they don't do the business that dirty ass and, and as no. petty as they I mean, Absolutely not. 
we can all agree with that. As much as Tony Khan is a money mark, he doesn't. <laughs> he's not. He's not petty like 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 Vince. No, and it blows my mind, man. It it really does track. I mean, I just don't get it, man. I I, I just this company. But like I was saying on hitting the marks, like this company it doesn't surprise me, and they really need to be held accountable accountable sometimes, man. But maybe it's their ego. I don't know, man. They just they do some weird shit. It is what it is. At the end of the day, we're pro wrestling fans anyway. They shouldn't even get into the polit- political bullshit. You know what I mean? But it but it is what it is, man. But anyway, the MSG crowd chanted USA, and then the broadcast team with Michael Cole and Pat McAfee checked in from ringside. They noted that it was the first time WWE had been at MSG in over two years and said it would be a celebration. <laughs> well, anyway, we get our first segment. And that's WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns making his entrance along with Paul Heyman and SmackDown's Tag Team Champions Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso. Cole noted that the MSG was sold out with 14,425 fans in attendance. Reigns asked Heyman if WWE runs New York City when it comes to sports entertainment. Well, sure. They're the only sports entertainment fucking company per se, right? Wink, wink. Even though AEW is pretty much sports entertainment. But anyway, Heyman said it owns Reigns. Asked who runs WWE, Heyman said Reigns runs it. WWE, I mean, sorry, I fucked up there. He said Reigns runs WWE. Uh, Reigns said that the bloodline run WWE, which means he runs New York City and MSG. So MSG, acknowledge me. Acknowledge me now, (laughs) right? Reigns said there were a lot of cheers and a Roman champ broke out. Anyway, then we get Brock Lesnar's music playing. And the fans absolutely went off their fucking tits, bro. Like we say down here, Lesnar walks out and dressed in jeans and a t-shirt and a sle- and a sleeveless flannel shirt. Lesnar took his slow lap around the ring while glaring at everyone inside it. Lesnar entered the ring and immediately went face to face with Reigns while the Usos stood at his side. The Usos took a step forward while Reigns stood behind them. The fans chanted, holy shit. But they even censored it, bro. Can you believe they cha- they censored? Holy shit! Like really? That's stupid. Why? Why? They 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 didn't really uh, uh, bleep that out. Why? Are you, why now? Why now? I don't know. That's that, that's what blows my mind. These companies, bro. I, I just don't get it. Anyway, Heyman said he didn't understand. Heyman questioned why Lesnar would go after the WWE Universal Championship when they could go after so many other titles together. What? Like the fucking Intercontinental Championship, the US Championship. Right, and this is going after Lashley, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Heyman told Reigns, uh, oh, sorry, uh, what's it called? You could go after so many other titles. I've got a question for you, Paul, Lesnar said. Why didn't you tell Roman that I was going to be at SummerSlam? The fans chanted, you fucked up, which got censored again. Centered again. Heyman then tells Reigns that he didn't know and Reigns took his total belt away from Heyman and left the ring with the Usos, leaving Heyman in the ring alone with Lesnar. Heyman tried to do his big introduction of Lesnar, who laughed and then played into it. Lesnar smiled and clapped. Lesnar took the mic and said, that was great, and added, it was just like old times. Yay! Right? Before Roman Reigns fires you, accept my challenge, please, Lesnar says. Heyman asks, what challenge? And then Lesnar replies, my shot at the Universal Championship. You know what I mean? And then Heyman had five seconds. Lesnar counted down to five. Once Lesnar got to two, he hoisted up Heyman for an F5. And then Reigns returned to the ring and gave Lesnar a Superman punch. Then they keep going. Reigns went for another, but Lesnar caught him. 
The Usos each super kick Lesnar, who clotheslined them both. Lesnar hit Jimmy and Jay with a German suplex, and they removed his flannel shirt before starting before staring down Reigns, who was at ringside with Heyman. I mean, this was a bit of a wild uh, start to SmackDown, I dare say. And so, does this mean Brock Lesnar is officially a babyface track? I mean, is it official? Yeah, I heard that he he will he will go to be the babyface of, of this of this field. Um, once he came back to the um, SummerSlam, he he was officially a babyface. He was even uh, high fiving fans after he beat up John Cena, which is was it weird because. We all know Ballester doesn't like people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is weird. I mean, how do you feel about Brock since he's a fellow Minnesotan? I mean, technically he's from uh, South Dakota, but oh, true. Was, you're right. No, you're right. That's true. You're right. I mean, he did. Uh, he did. Uh, he went to college to Minnesota, but I give him a pass. But um, Ballester, oh, spot on. Ballester, I, I always had like a love hate relationship with him. Um, I, I love when he was uh, in WWE the, earlier to WWE. Oh, absolutely! Like, actually working, but when he was in uh, in UFC, he was dominating over there. He came back. He act like he was just like you know, uh, full himself. He's like he's he's like the big. He's like no, he's bigger than everybody else. And it's like he over here having like five minute matches against guys. Like he sort of go with uh, like, like ten minute, fifteen minute, minute, minute matches. Right. I start. I started liking more when you have matches against like guys like AJ Styles and Finn Balor and Dave Bryan. Absolutely. And because that's when I realized, holy shit, this guy actually works with people that he actually respects and likes. Because one thing I know is, no, is AJ Styles is one of the most respected, one of the most great. He's one of the greatest, greatest wrestlers of all time. And one one thing I learned is one he want everybody want to work with him, especially if he brought Lesnar. And the fact no that. Doubt. And the fact that Paul Heyman literally have eight dollars, so watch him cut a promo about praising uh, eight dollars at some Survivor Series. That was like, that that was awesome because that match was great. The um, the fact that Paul Heyman literally was praising eight dollars right in front of him was great. You know, him and him and Paul Heyman had, had issues in, uh, a couple years ago, but that doesn't matter. Fact 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 is. If Paul Lester would respect the hell out of you, he will, he will work with you for 15 or 20 minutes. But if you hate your fucking guts, or he doesn't, or doesn't want to uh, have like a lengthy match with you because he doesn't know how what you're capable of, then he got, he's, he got sick of sick can you. Yeah, that's true, man. I, I agree with you. But in saying that, man, I'm a huge Lesnar fan. The guy brings credibility to the, to the art of professional wrestling. I said it, professional wrestling, right? The guy has got this charisma that he, like, he's, he's unique, dude. He's got charisma without even having to say a word. It's just his presence, man. You know what I mean? Just his presence just gets you knowing he's going to kick the shit out of somebody, dude. I mean, Lesnar, if WWE ever lost Lesnar, man, damn. Imagine him in AEW. I mean, if he doesn't absolutely knock out every geek in AEW... I'd be disappointed. I mean, him. It was, it was warmer than him going to AEW. Uh, it was right a, a month ago, and I didn't believe it for a second because I I know that Ball is a is a WWE guy of of from 
uh, for the uh, die die hard WWE guy. He will not go go over there and and do no no promotion. He, he's loyal to the company. You know he's he never there at times. Right. I know, I know he's he's a loyal to the WWE guy, just like John Cena is loyal to the company. It's just like the Rock is loyal to the company. Absolutely. You, you're not gonna see those guys going to other promotions. Rather it be AEW, New Japan, Impact, none of those promotions. But like. Knowing, knowing, uh, Tony Khan, he'll try. He he tried to do everything he could to get Brock Lesnar, give him like the shit little money. But Brock was like, nah, I'm gonna stop staying here at WWE. Absolutely, no, you're right. But in saying that, he, Brock is a businessman, and he did have a run in New Japan years ago. Once he quit WWE, if you remember, but uh, and he was he is a former IWGP World Champion, as a matter of fact, but uh. Look, man, if you offer him the right money, anything is possible, but you're right. He's a WB guy. He always gives WB the first sort of dab at him, you know what I'm saying? But if he, if you think he wouldn't play WB against AEW just for him to benefit and get more money, I mean, come on, he would in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but, but no, I mean, I, I do remember him being in New Japan for a little bit. He was right. an ass, ass, asshole. He was, he was. If you actually, I've read his book, you know, Death Clutch, uh, the Brock Lesnar book. And dude, yeah. he gets into that, man, and, and it blew my mind what he did, bro. Yeah, that's kind of, that, that's kind of fucked up. And it's I, pretty I, fucked I up. I don't see him go, going back to New Japan anytime soon after that. <laughs> oh, no, he's probably blackballed from New Japan, man. So, but he is a former IWGP world champion and you can't take that away from him. Literally, because that was a problem back then. <laughs> but that's for another time, another show. But we move on to WB touting how they've had three, 13.5 million fucking Tic Tac followers. Big deal. Anyway, Roman Reigns was shown walking backstage with his crew. Caleb Braxton showed up and tried to speak to them, but Reigns and his cousins entered their dressing room. Braxton then asked Heyman if Reigns would respond to Lesnar's challenge. Heyman said Braxton was hanging out in the hallway acting like a Jersey girl <laughs> by asking them questions at the wrong time. He said Reigns would respond to Lesnar when he feels it's the appropriate time. <laughs> what do you think of this little segment? I, I was waiting for, for uh, Billy Kay to scream at uh, Caleb Braxton. Hey, Kayla! Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm, I'm from Australia track and, and I fucking hated that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I only I only like Billy Kay, aka uh, Jessica McKay. Um, right. I, um, she's funny as hell. I, I I like how they had her. See, they were building like pushing her a little bit instead of right. Pain Wars. Cause Pain Wars is a dumb bitch. And I mean, she she was doing some racist shit on Twitter too. She she was a happy birthday was a happy birthday to a black guy, and using a, a monkey gif. Really. And she compared, and she compared uh, Naomi uh, to a banana. Because he was what? Ball. Yeah. So fuck pain voice all day. Um, B Billy Kay was always my favorite favorite member of that kind of icon duo, or as they call them, the stuff now, the inspiration. Right. Was still a stupid name. I mean, it not, is. <laughs> they're not inspirational for what said, but um, Billy Kay has always been one of my favorite. But Kelly Bryson, or as I like, I like to call her. COVID Bryson. Oh, <laughs> your, your, your fuego tonight, Jack. Oh, continue, please. You know, COVID Bryson, she, she's always 
she was one that always been out there, they're out there partying without masks. Uh, she got COVID twice, so really, yeah, and she and she still go out there and uh, partying without masks. She and she made she made fun of on Twitter so much that she she deleted her Twitter for a little bit. So well, where the fuck was I when this was happening? Jeez, this news to me. <laughs> Please continue on. Like uh, that that chick is a she's uh, uh she's so dumb. To the point that I, to the point that she said I don't I just tune her out and then no one no one I watch watch she single she's complaining why they watch she single well that's why you you dumb bitch oh 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 that's another one I I I just want to say I'm glad you understand Aussie humor because <laughs> if you find Billy K funny and she is to to an extent see with me right because. I really hate that's what we the way she talks right I mean you know I'm of Greek heritage right yeah all right so here like like me being an ethnic right <laughs> and a minority right here in Australia we get called wogs right that's what they label us and it's like saying the n-word right so we we call each other like wogs but if someone else that's not an ethnic were to say it like a like a real white you know redneck aussie right it's it's known to be offensive right so anyway um and i hate that real aussie like i'm known to talk like a wog like my accent right because <laughs> i know it's silly but but i'm known to talk like a wog right whereas like a full bred bred true blue aussie roo <laughs> right would be like g'day mick how are you mate you good <laughs> you know what i mean that shit makes me cringe, bro. <laughs> and that's what Billy Kay does, you know. She might as well just go, crikey, crikey, love. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, why not? And it always made me cringe, man. My, my goal was always to change the stereotype of Australia, man. That's what I've always pushed <laughs> because it's not exactly, you know, what people think it is, you know what I mean? But you do get your true blues, mate. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and I fucking hate that shit. But anyway, in saying that, we get the other entrance in the ring. We have King Nakamura and uh, Rick Boogs, or Boggs, whatever you want to call him, made the entrance until they were interrupted by Sami Zayn, who was wearing a New York Knicks jersey. <laughs> what a character. Zayn said he loves New York. He said he had someone who could help his team because he's familiar with winning at MSG. NBA star Trey Young was introduced. Cole noted that Young's Atlanta Hawks eliminated the New York Knicks from the playoffs. True story, bro. Anyway, we move on to match number one between Big E, King Nakamura, Rick Boogs, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio versus Sami Zayn, Otis, Chad Gable, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler with Trey Young and Commander Aziz. The Hills got the better of Nakamura during the first 90 seconds of the match. The NXT 2.0 video aired. And then wouldn't this technically be NXT 3.0? track i mean why is it 2.0 <laughs> i i have no i no idea but but i mean go on i mean i'm gonna, I'm gonna get my thoughts on the nft real quick right um, go for it please people people are saying that uh, oh edit uh did uh, aw kill nft oh uh <sighs> tony khan kill, kill nft no wwe kill nft <laughs> thank you i mean yeah, they they doing a new era. They having uh this colorful scheme and the new new arena and all that. And people were, were bitching about the new logo and being. It's colorful. the all new, you know, all inclusive NXT now. 
track. Come on. <laughs> Continue. But, I mean, sorry. They they were they were they were complaining about the colorful uh, logo. Like, like I mean, like AEW didn't do this when they first debuted on, on uh, with Dynamite. Like, come on now, stop being hypocrite, hypocritical. But um, I, I would like to give this give this a chance. I mean, I'm um hoping that they they do what they they say they'll do. They bring in uh up upcomers that right. have have like a little bit of Western experience, because. Uh, this one, this is one check I, 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 I've been, I've talked, I've been friends with for a couple of years now, named Fred, Faith Jeffries, who's like, who got, she got signed during the, the Las Vegas, Las Vegas trials. She's right. very gifted, very talented. She wrestled for, uh, the most called Wild Woman Wrestling for a couple of years. So I, I want, I do see her, see her being used, uh, as a top, top, one of the top, uh, players in the women's division because she's very talented. She has a great look. And uh, she's not. Uh, she's very charismatic. So did they say they got? they say they bring in uh, other comers who have a little bit of Western experience? Then she's one of those people that 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 that's gonna be great in the ring. Um, Gabe uh, Steve Stevenson is also great. They, 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 they just, he just signed him. Yes, also, absolutely, absolutely. And he he sh- he's good. He looks great, dude. He's gonna be a big deal, I think. Yeah, he he's oh he also um came came from we were you were in Minnesota so that's, right that's, and why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> you guys <laughs> produce some of the best freaking wrestlers in both amateur and professional wrestling in in the world, dude. I think Minnesota is the mecca for producing professional wrestlers and amateur wrestlers. Yeah, I I agree. We have, we do we do have some of the best wrestlers uh, that came from Minnesota and like. I mean, technically, Ric Flair is from Minnesota. Also, the Road Warriors are technically from Minnesota. Yeah, the, the War Warriors, Arn Anderson, Mother Holly, um, who, who, who else? Um, oh, Rick Rude, Ravishing Rick Rude, bro, X-Pac, Sean Waltman. Yeah, um, but Bob Lesnar, te- technically. Yep. Sean Benjamin. <laughs> that was great. That's awesome. You're... <laughs> That threw me right off the track. Jesus. <laughs> but, but in saying all that, look, what we're saying is Minnesota is the mecca of 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 producing professional wrestlers and amateur wrestlers alike. I mean, I don't think there's any other state on this planet, or city for that matter, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that actually produces this many stars. Really. I don't think so either. And, and coming for come, coming for you, that 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 that's that's cool. It's, it's like, and man, um, I appreciate that, man. I'm just being real, bro. Because if I were you, I'd be proud, man. I I, I am proud. It's like people uh don't people don't understand that Minnesota is a great pro wrestling state. And oh no it's, doubt. And it blows my mind that we keep on getting missed opportunities and not having about what's made here. It was rumored for a little bit that they were bringing West Mia in Minnesota, right. and that didn't happen. I I, I, was, I was pissed because I I I went to the NFT uh household, the first uh, NFT household in Minnesota, and they, they when they announced that West Mia thirty three was gonna be in, in Florida, they moved yeah, ahead. and it was meant to be a Vikings uh, Viking Stadium at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, U.S. Uh, U.S. Bank uh, Stadium. Right, because I remember the talk was definitely it was gonna be in Minnesota, and then next you know it ended up in Florida. I, don't, I can't remember. There was something that did happen for Minnesota to lose out. I, I can't remember, though, because that was a few years ago. But, yeah, that's that's wrong, dude. You guys, 
I don't know why they haven't done a WrestleMania. I mean, what the hell? I mean, they they have had great people used here. In, of in course, Minnesota. right. They got the TLC. They they, get, they went have TLC here a couple of years back. Uh, uh, I think it was 2017, 2019. Right. One year they had AS Style versus Finn Balor, the Demon Finn Balor. That was that was sick. Yeah, no um, doubt. And it also had that uh that uh Judgment Day pay per view 2005 when they had uh JBL and John Cena in that bloody ass I Quit match. I remember that match like it was yesterday, man. And that that was like the the second to last match that that was you know extreme before they went PC. Yeah, actually that's true. No, no doubt about it, man. Hey, and like I said, Minnesota deserves more than I mean. Look, I know you guys get a lot of shows anyway, right? But man, like I said. A lot of people don't realize it, but it truly is a mecca of professional wrestling. You know what I mean? But yeah. I guess, you know, I'm sure you got... Look, at the end of the day, it does go by... Every city bids for WrestleMania now. I don't think WWE really chooses its location. It's all about the moolah now, brother. To whatever gives, you know... No, it's true. It's all about the highest bidder, man. And I guess, you know, this is why we get blood money as well, you know? They paid up big money. I just hate how... Super Showdown now is associated with Saudi Arabia because the first Super Showdown was in my neck of the woods in Melbourne, Australia, right? Yeah, and I, then, I, remember, I remember that. Yeah, I was there. That was pretty cool. I mean, geez. It felt like a WrestleMania, sort of, right? But in saying that, a lot of people called it a glorified house show. I can see what they mean, but really, I, I wouldn't call it a glorified house show because there's a lot of big matches on that card, man. But, and there was a big build-up to that pay-per-view at that time. But yes, we did get Undertaker, Triple H, for, you know, <laughs> the last in the, the, the last in the lifetime, whatever the fuck it was billed as, well, we got it a second time. And in saying, talking about Triple H, dude, I can't believe he, he was apparently, you know, had a cardiac arrest, and, you know, we at the PWC, and I'm sure the hustle feel the same way, and I know... Hitting the marks do, you know, wish him a speedy recovery. But man, do you think with what's going on with NXT and WB releasing all this talent, I hate to say it, and I'm not saying this as a joke because I'm a big Triple H fan, I really am, right? Do you think he got a broken heart, basically, man? All the stress, did it actually finally get to him, dude? Or was it all the B12 shots over the years? I don't know. I'm just saying, right? But but in all seriousness, do you think that had something to do with it? Well, first of all, on behalf, I gotta speak on behalf of the household. We we wish uh to raise speed recovery. I don't know about Adrian Brown because he's too crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Adrian Brown. <laughs> I mean, we we here in Hustle, I, I'm pretty sure uh, the professor and a Billy Ray Valentine, we we love, we hope for speed recovery for Triple H. But as far as um, Triple H, uh, the book uh, being having a broken heart because of NT, I I don't see that as a you know as like a fake news because no this, this no guy, no this guy has had tried to try to make NT a big deal for years absolutely. Vincent Man always got the bucket, and doesn't help when Vincent Man wants these guys to the, to the, go to the main roster, and also when they go to the main roster, they completely new to them. Like look at look at look at Kill Cross, he looked oh, walking around, walking around look like a freaking domination matrix. Oh um, my God! Don't <laughs> even get me started. 
on that shit. You know how we had Demolition back in the day and people like to like compare him with Demolition? Well, guess what, Track? Not only did we have Axe and Smash, not to mention Crush, <laughs> but we got Cross. <laughs> He's the new member of Demolition, the fourth member, just Cross. You know what I mean? So it's Axe, Smash, Crush, and Cross. Hey, it's got a good ring to it, right? I'll probably call him Cuck. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, please continue what you were saying about Triple H too, though. But, but um, Triple H, uh, I, I, I do think he, he probably had a broken heart with all this uh, shit going on with NFT, and I don't, I don't blame him. He worked so hard to get NFT to the big, the big uh, stage, right? And and it's it sucks that you know they try to have they don't try to make uh, NFT the third the third brand, but I always thought I always thought of it as the developmental. It would be bad if it was bad if we start to try to counterattack with uh, AW on Wednesday nights. They yeah, say stay on uh, stay on the network for an hour, yep. not you know go on to USA and make it two hours. And that what well, that's what hurt them. Absolutely. And, and having AW go out there and say, "Oh, we beat NFT every week in the ratings." But you 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 wake up brag about being a, a developmental a brand, right? Really, I mean right. y'all y'all we here being a mind at wall. I mean y'all should y'all should brag about that. Not brag yeah. about uh being a, a developmental brand. You know, showing the showing, most of the time, NFT I have better show to AEW, but the ways don't show it. Yeah, it's true, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I feel for the guy. I really do, man. I hate. The criticism he gets, I don't think it's... I know he was a douchebag back in the day. I get it, right? But in in, in all truth, he was going to still be the fucking world champion with Stephanie or without her. Heck, he won the WWE Championship before he hooked up with Stephanie. That's a fact, all right? So I don't know why people like to, to make that argument that he's overrated. I don't really find him overrated. I, st- I truly believe he's in the top 10 of all time. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't know if you agree with me, Track, but I, I just feel like he, he, he gets too many, too much criticism, bro. I mean, I do see him in the, in the, in the top 10 of, you know, greatest wrestler of all time, but, I mean, I, I might have I might have heat for that for Adrian Brown, but... I mean, yeah, it makes two of us. <laughs> but it's it, it true. true. Right. It is what it is, man. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Big deal. Mate, everybody would have wanted to fuck Stephanie back then, right? Jeez. I mean, yeah, she, she wasn't uh, that bad to look at back then. No, nah, she now, wasn't. Now she's not about a crooked, crooked uh, businesswoman. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and she's not ugly, but she looks like Vince too much. That's the only problem. <laughs> That's why I call her crooked Stephanie. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man, if I was Triple H, you know, I don't know, man. It would scar me, man. Just I would start picturing Vince's head and I'd be like... Fuck this. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, moving right along, we just hope, you know, all of us here at the Hustle and the PwC Network and the Hitting the Marks Network, you know, wish, you know, Hunter, Hurst Helmsley, Triple H, Paul Levesque, whatever you want to call him, a speedy recovery. Anyway, in saying that, we get uh, Zane distracting the referee while Young choked Ray over the middle rope. The referee spotted Young and ejected him from ringside, Ray set up Zayn on the ropes. Ray tagged in Dom, and they hit a double 619. Big E tagged in and hit the big ending on Zayn and pinned him. 
and Biggie, Nakamura, Rick Boogs, Rey Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio beat Sami Zayn, Otis, Chad Gable, Robert Roode, and Dolph Ziggler in about seven and a half minutes. What do you think of the match, dude? They, 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 uh, they cut. There's something very good match for this match. Mm, yep. <laughs> really. <laughs> like, like I get what's said about Trey Young, punk ass. Like, like I know. Ass. What the fuck, man? Seriously, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, uh, like <laughs> seriously, what the fuck is he doing at MSG, bro? I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, I, I get he was on SmackDown when they they announced the the preview in Atlanta called uh in um, New Year's Day called Day One. Right. Yeah. But I, but I'd rather have that that be a name of the, of the preview than call it New Year's Trey. Like he, he <laughs> said, like get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you, get you the got, fuck out of here, man. Giannis is much better than you, Trey. All right, you bitch. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, nah, but seriously. We're at we're in New York, right? So they get Trey Young, <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know, man. Look, he's one of the best players in the league, no doubt about it. in the world. He really is, right? Let's give him his fucking, let's give him his fucking credit. But screw you and the Hawks, all right? <laughs> Seriously, oh, damn it, man. I prefer fucking. I prefer. I prefer. No shit, I've got a Minnesota fucking jersey, bro, from back in the day, a KG one, right? Yeah. I would never wear an Atlanta Hawks one, so screw you motherfuckers, but, I, but technically I'm a Bulls fan, but I'm happy for Giannis and the Bucks. But anyway, <laughs> that's the hero then. So anyway, we get a, a what's it called, um, a, a hype between Edge and Seth for later in the show, but then we get Bianca Belair making an entrance in regular attire to a good reaction. Cole hyped, hyped that Ballet and Becky Lynch contract signing for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Extreme Rules as coming up next. As we go to a little break, we get another 9-11 video package airing with quotes from the former president, George W. Bush. Then we get Greg Hamilton introducing members of the Feel Good Foundation who were in the crowd. Bianca Ballet stood inside the ring with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. And the contract signing t- at the contract signing table. Pierce handed her the contract to sign. Belair spoke about being at MSG. She said she was excited to be in the ring with Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. She said she respects Lynch and felt she would never run from a fight. But my, but boy, my things have changed. Belair said. She said she doesn't respect her as much as she used to. Belair said that Lynch could win back some of her respect at Extreme Rules while she wins back her championship. Belair signed the contract, and you know we got the you know it's official. We, we're going to get Belair losing again, but anyway, SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch made her entrance after that, wearing a red fur coat, well, very bourgeois, over the rest of her attire. Lynch took a seat and said, "The original WrestleMania main eventer has arrived." Lynch accused Belair of being starstruck. It did feel like that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> By her at SummerSlam. Lynch told Belair should be a fan to be the man. <laughs> she said there's no shame in sitting out there with the regular people. Lynch then asked what if she declined to sign the contract. Belair told her to sign the damn contract. Belair fired up the crowd which chanted sign it, sign it, sign it. Lynch recalled sitting at home listening to the fans chant, we want Becky. Lynch said she came back on last minute notice and won the title in 26 seconds and this is how they're treating her. Lynch then goes on to say she left her baby girl at home 
for the people and now they are choosing a flash in the pan over her. Lynch said if you can't join them, beat them. She said she would give Belair her match but it would end the same way, which I hate to say it, she's not lying. Lynch signs a contract and tossed it at Belair who caught it, who caught it. Lynch then leaves the ring to some booze and this was a typical contract signing and I can't help but think, Track, that WB is actually absolutely given both these women any justice at all, man. I feel like they're booked in this sort of corner, shall I say, because it's just everything's backfired now, dude, for not only Bianca Belair, but even the fucking man. First of, all, first of all, Becky and Lisa are not a heel. We, right, that's what I'm saying. They tried it before, and they and she ended up being the biggest babyface on on in the woman woman division. And um, I know I know it, I know I thought she was a good heel in, in, in the first place. I know I thought she was a good heel in in a, a T and and now. And as far as Bianca Belair, still can't get over the fact that they gave they they Howard Lucha Championship in less than thirty seconds at SummerSlam. And uh, in fact, they made her into Mayor into a uh, a Mark card, yeah. Mark out for Becky Lynch, and it's actually how how we get uh punk out by Becky Lynch in the end and lose the championship. And it's just like it's a, Becky Becky uh, Bianca Belair does deserve better. She and does, I, dude. I don't know where the fuck Sasha Banks was at SummerSlam. I mean, I, I heard that I, I heard that she didn't get the vaccine and she got <sighs> COVID or, or whatever the fuck. Jesus. But, but like I said before, uh, 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 everybody on every uh post on I made on Instagram so take the fucking vaccine I, 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 I just I don't give a fuck you if anti-vax I don't just take the fucking vaccine so we don't you need to you don't deal with this shit yeah fucking hell Sasha yeah but I, I digress on that um right Bianca Belair versus Bianca uh Becky Lynch I hope, it's a, I hope we get an actual match instead of, uh, of that shit that we saw at SummerSlam and we do get we I hope it's a great match because these two can have a good match if they just let them go. Right, absolutely. It's true, man. I still, I still scratch my head, like why they went that route with Becky Lynch winning in 26 seconds. It's just this company just doesn't cease to amaze me, bro. I mean, isn't the aim of the game to make money? And that, and sure, WWE are making a lot of money, right? Apparently, right. But don't you want a future with your company? Don't you want to build your stars properly and not having to put them down all the fucking time? Because it just feels like, look, let's be real, right? Belair's not going to win, even though I would rather her win, but she's not going to win. And then where do you go from there? I, I, I don't I mean, you can't go, you can't, you can't have uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. You can't have heel versus heel. Right. Uh, I mean, you, you're gonna turn, you gotta turn one of them, one of them uh, bare face. And if I, if I was them, I would turn Becky Lynch's face because Sasha Banks did not work well as 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 a, as a face because she she she's a uh, she's born to be a heel. Exactly. And not, not, and not just because of her her attitude inside of me, but outside of me too. That's so, true. And they gotta have a field between uh, Becky Lynch and uh, Sasha Banks. They gotta turn one of them heel. Otherwise, he got blow uh someone up from from uh from the other, from one division. I mean, where I mean, where where's Liv Morgan? Where's uh Selena Vega? Uh, hell, where's your girl, Tony Storm? Yeah, where the fuck is Tony Storm, man? <laughs> she, she she had one match on on SmackDown, 
and that was it. See you, see you, <laughs> see you bad days last week, but that was it. Where the fuck is Tony Storm? I guess it's not Tony time all the time after all. <laughs> I mean, I'm disappointed because really, she, and I'm not being biased, man. I'm the first to absolutely destroy my fellow countrymen, right? <laughs> but, but no, really, <laughs> I'll be the first to absolutely destroy my own fellow countrymen, right? But Tony Storm is legitimately one of the best female professional wrestlers on this goddamn planet. Am I wrong in saying that, bro? No, you're not. You're not wrong. She's, she is one of the best, and the fact that she's getting sick hand by uh, as soon as she got going to main roster is is beyond me. <sighs> Man, talk about cakes, too, bro. I mean, <laughs> anyway, in, I, I'm already fucking licking my lips, and I shouldn't even say that in 2021, right? Just in case, jeez. <laughs> you know what I mean? God damn it! I might get labeled as something I'm not, but anyway, moving right along. We get footage airing of some of the recent developments in Edge vs. Seth Rollins feud along with some of their promo clips. Edge made his entrance to, to a big ovation which still shocks me. He gets big pops, man. But anyway, for this match against Seth Rollins, Cole hyped an, an Aaron Edwards interview with Aaron Rodgers. Can I just insert a vomit sort of bit there? Like, But anyway, for the Fox pregame show on Sunday, Paul Hamill was shown talking on his phone while walking backstage. Shotzi and Knox asked him if he needed a ride, <laughs> so cheesy, then drove away on their tank. Kayla Braxton popped up behind Heyman, who was irked. Heyman said Reigns was going to watch his cousins defend their tag titles, and then Reigns would answer the challenge of Lesnar later in the show. Whether that's a yes or a no, don't you just love a good cliffhanger, Heyman said. Heyman turned to walk away, but Big E was standing there. Big E held up the Money in the Bank briefcase to taunt Heyman. And then we get Seth Rollins making his entrance. But before we continue to Seth, what the fuck is up with Big E and Heyman all the time? I know he's the Money in the Bank champ, but he's starting to disturb me, Big E, dude. Like, why was he in the janitor's outfit the week before, bro? Uh, I, I don't... <sighs> Can you explain Big that to me, bro? Like, I mean, that's... What does that imply? Big E is a character. No doubt. He's, he's something else. But I think he really needs to lose his uh, money to bank briefcase. <laughs> he's, he, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that he uh, like lose a champ, lose the, the the briefcase to him like in the mask, but like let's get cash in already. Cause yeah, I know, see, right? I don't want to see you in another house, so fucking the money to bank briefcase <laughs> in front of in front of thousands of people in attendance. I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know you saw that. I don't know you saw that video. Uh, he would really he Biggie was making out. In the, in the corner, just like literally just, just dry hump in the money to make briefcase. Really, dude? I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> First of all, I'm a big fan of Big E, but, but what you just told me, tell me this happened on television. No, but it happened on, on a, a, a household. Um,. Okay. <laughs> um, no, look, I'm not judging each to their own. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm speechless. Uh, what the fuck is going on here, man? I dare say, has Big E fucking gone downhill, man, since he's won that Money in the Bank briefcase? Because I feel like he really has, dude. I don't think he, he gone downhill. It's just like I think he, he's, he's picking a spot. 
he he's teasing Paul Heyman that he got catching up on uh Roman Reigns, but we all know the deal. He is make, makes more sense to have him catching up Barbara Bob Lashley. Because he's been yeah Bob Lashley has been torturing been destroying the new day on on Monday at Wall. And he right. said he's gonna be on he he said he gonna be on, on Wall uh, this Monday. So who knows? He could be advertised on Wall on on Monday. Same with with them being in uh North Carolina uh and uh on Monday at Wall it's a temper like twenty yep. up, I believe. Okay. Same with Roman Reigns in the bullet and the Usos. So anything can happen. The the towards Monday till till uh they we hit the Monday at Wall in North Carolina. So I hope he cash in on what Bob last year. It would make more sense that he do do that because Roman has just too many challengers ahead of him for that right. championship. Absolutely. But you know what, dude? As much as I want to see Biggie win a title, right, whatever one it is. I've got a feeling, like, if, if it is Lashley, I just feel like Lashley's still going to win. And really, I want Lashley to hold on to that WWE Championship as long as possible, bro. I mean, Bob, Bob Lashley's been doing a good job as, as WWE. He's the man, bro. If, if he wasn't on Raw, that show would absolutely, and it's already hot garbage, but I'm, I mean it would be absolute garbage. <laughs> I mean, him and RK Bro are the shining lights of, of the. Oh yes, of oh, that's sorry. I'll take that back. If it wasn't for RK Bro as well, even though it's kind of uh, like I love Riddle, right? But it's like, dude, man, you know me, and my brother, like he's my best friend. Like I get it, right? But fuck, like I don't. I just I, I hate how Riddle is just so sucking Orton's dick, man. It's like. But it's funny at the same time. But we all know where he's going to lead to. I mean, fuck, he's the Viper, right? He's going to turn on him, one hundred percent. Like, there's no ifs or buts about it. But in saying that, we got a, a WWE Championship match this Monday, don't we? Yeah, uh, I thought this got this match going to be on uh, at Three Wolves because they they advertise it being a World, World Tag Championship match between Bob Lashley and MVP versus RK Bro, but they just changed it to uh, the the championship match between Lashley and Orton. Like they they just my night wall to change to just change to sit up out of out of blue. Yeah, and that's exactly the problem we have with WWE most of the freaking time. Anyway, whatever the case, I doubt Autumn will win, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did either, because then we make uh, there's a more logical sense because that way Lashley doesn't have to lose his belt to fucking Big E. Just say, you know, I don't know, I don't know where this is going. Uh, I don't have a clue, but all I know is I want Lashley to hold on to that thing as long as possible. Just let him destroy everyone. Just kill everyone. Anyway, but but that's what we're talking about Raw, I guess, and we'll get back into SmackDown. But anyway, we move on to the match between Edge and Seth Rollins, and it's the start of hour number two. Edge performs a drop toe hold to send Rollins face first into a turnbuckle pad. Edge followed up by running Rollins through the ropes and into the ring. Post-casing... Rollins came back by pulling Edge to the floor and running him into the barricade back in the ring. Rollins hits Edge with a knee to the back, then sends him back to the floor. Rollins performs a suicide dive. And an ad for Raw hyped Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton, like we were just saying. So we get back from the break. Rollins hits Edge with a grand slam. Sorry, a glam slam, right? While Cole pointed out that it's the finishing move of Edge's wife, Beth Phoenix. <laughs> 
<laughs> fucking Seth Rollins, man. He's a fucking douchebag, seriously. But that's fucking funny, man. Oh, that made me teary, bro. Seriously, that that's fucking funny shit. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, right? Because reading it through my nose just makes me laugh, dude. But but anyway, he covers Edge for a near fall. Edge came back with a pedigree for a near fall of his own. The broadcast team noted that Edge was paying homage, but they didn't mention Triple H by name. The man who made who made that famous is an absolute stud, McAfee said. Rollins went to ringside. Edge went to the top rope and dove onto the floor. Edge then performs a full Nelson slam for another two count coming out of the break. Edge went up top, but Rollins raced up to join him. Edge picked up Rollins in a suplex position and dropped him face first on the mat. Edge went on for a submission hold, but Rollins rolled out of it. Sent Edge crashing into the turnbuckle pad. Edge escapes a cross face and then applied the same hold on Rollins. Edge released the hold and sent Rollins face into the mat. Rollins grabbed the bottom rope. Edge performs the, ed- the execution DDT. Edge went for the spear, but Rollins counted into a neck breaker. Rollins charges for a stomp. Edge caught him and performed a sit-out powerbomb for a near fall. Edge mounts Rollins on the ropes. Rollins powered Edge up and walked across the ring, then performed a buckle bomb, which I don't know why he's doing this move still. Rollins ran the ropes for a stomp, but Edge speared him and covered him for a great near fall. Edge then pushes Rollins into the corner where the referee was located as the referee slipped out. Rollins kicked Edge below the belt. Rollins kicks Edge's knee, then super kicked Edge, who fell to his knees. Rollins leaned down and glared at Edge, who looked back at him. Rollins super kicked Edge again. Rollins waited for Edge to sit up again. Why don't you die already? Rollins asked before delivering another super kick. Rollins performed the stomp on Edge and then slowly dropped to his knees and covered him for the pin. In a fucking long match, which went for about 24 minutes, but a great match. But that glam slam was the fucking thing of the night for me, bro. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. That was brilliant. I mean, uh, as did the the glam slam as it was at SummerSlam also. also. Right. But but the fact that... But seriously, though. (laughs) Fucking funny, man. I was literally in tears, man. But but what do you think of the match track? But that is so distracting, bro. Um, I thought the match was was great. Um, I do, I don't I don't know how how I felt about uh, uh Sewan's winning here. I mean, there's, there's the whole fifty fifty booking bullshit. I right. I, I don't like it one bit. But um, this is this is the way that to write as off or treat TV for a little bit, and then how as come back to challenge once again to a match at either um a, a, their big other big pay per view. Or um either War Rumble or um WrestleMania I don't, I don't know when that gonna be, but I don't I don't like the idea of someone's winning winning here. But it was a great match. I did enjoy it. Um, um Wallace uh Wallace right now is he he doing he he's killing it with with his gimmick. Um, I like this gimmick better than the whole Messiah bullshit. Oh, fuck! I hated the Messiah, bro. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, he uh, hate hate the music. It sounds exactly like Bailey's uh, theme music. I uh, hate how he come out just act like God, all that, all this nonsense. Like, I get it. I get it. He's he's cross CrossFit Jesus, but <laughs> CrossFit uh, Jesus for Christ's sake! I dare say AJ Styles is a CrossFit Jesus, but who am I to fucking judge, right? <laughs> but continue on. 
Uh, but I like how uh, this new gimmick—he's just coming around, uh, being a, a psycho, wearing ridiculous outfits and ridiculous uh, clothes all, all the time. Then tonight he came, came out looking like freaking Michael Jackson when he was <laughs> at performing, performing Super Bowl, at the Super Bowl. Right. Wall is out of his mind. And did you, did you see that that video uh, that Adrian Brown post on on, on a hustle page? Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> When he he screamed at at Wallace like, "Hey, can you can I be be be, be these mysteries?" And Wallace like, "Not really." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking Rollins, man. And I just want to say, like, it, does he remind you of the Riddler, bro? I, I was I was gonna say the Joker, but um. Yeah, I like I can see that too. I mean, if he feels like a hybrid of all sorts of shit, to be honest. He does uh, act like the Willer and uh, the Joker and Star Starscream all to one. Yeah, it's, it's it's different. It's interesting. I like it. I like. I, I kind of like it. Like, I'm just not sure. Like, how many gimmick changes do you want to have, though? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he does go go overboard with the gimmick changes, but like, I think he does he does need to stick with one gimmick and and what will it but. He liked to to reinvent himself, like he did, like Chris Jericho is doing it in AEW, uh, and I, I I could get behind that. Right. But um, but um, um Sevans, he's he's doing good. I don't I I I want to mind seeing this gimmick uh last long like yeah uh, me too longer because right. he is he is doing good as as a heel. I think he he worked work well as a heel better than, than a babyface. Oh, right. it's not in day, dude. As a matter of fact, do you remember how? There was one stage where all the fans started turning on Rollins, right? Where, you know, before that, he was like an indie darling as Tyler Black. You know, even in WB, his first initial run, he was popular. When he won the WB Championship, he was, he was way over. And then they turned him babyface. And it was all downhill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, But I think he's earned the respect from the fans again now. Just as long as he stops saying, John, John, you know. It's all good after that. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't stand his screeching voice. In saying that, he's a great talent. And yes, CrossFit Jesus. Shout out to Panetta. Sexy time Panetta. I know he's your boy, but come on, dude. Who you can hear on the Monday Night Machismo. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, this was a pay-per-view caliber match. No doubt about it. And yeah, this was a great, great match. I mean, um, Wallace and Ed have great chemistry. And hey, definitely. If they do. If they do have another match. I, I would not complain. Um, and with Wallace, um, him being a heel is is a great fit. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't. doesn't go back to be Bayface. And I no. hate how Bayface won. He was shoved down throats for so so long, and yep. he, it didn't help when he was going on Twitter they saying dumb shit. Like he had a few, he had a Twitter war with picking Walsbury, saying he's right. the best wrestler. And that was cool too, man. I thought, you know, who knows what they were, what that's leading to? But that was cool, dude. You know, even though it seemed legit. Uh, yeah, but uh, Wallace just always just keep on putting his foot in his mouth until to the point that everybody started just hating his guts. Well, and, well, track. Let me just correct you. He did not only put his foot in his mouth, but he put his dick in his hand too. What dick? Exactly. What dick? Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> oh shit. But, but uh, 
Wallace, he, him being a favorite was, was rough. Him being so down on those like one race was as a bayface, face, it was, it didn't work at all. And that's why people will turn on him. And I, I see, now I see people are really coming around and being, getting behind him again because he had, had this funny ass cartoon characters like uh, like heel he right. do, he, I think he do that doing that better than King Omega in AEW but that's just me oh um, interesting very interesting yeah that's like very interesting because I'm a big Kenny Mark as if most people know I'm a big Kenny Mark but yeah I am I am dude I really am I'm not gonna lie and that goes back to, you know to his Japan days obviously but but anyway <laughs> moving right along continue on sorry bro <laughs> I do like uh, Wallen's character here as a heel. As for as as being back in WWE is all, always a treat for me. No doubt. And him coming out with, with a huge huge pop every time he comes out is is it, it makes me smile. Cause this guy is still going out there having great matches against absolutely, absolutely man. And I I'm, I'm I hope he gets he gets does get another championship one. Like he did, like Dan Bryan did, when he came back to full retirement, because as has he still got it, and, and he I don't see him retiring anytime soon unless he has he's forced to retire again, just like he did night uh eleven years ago. Right, right, and it's pretty surreal that he's back, dude. It blows my mind. Like it's like wow, you know, it doesn't get old just yet, man. But it definitely seems like he's going to be out for a while, because after that we get another NXT two point little video which was for the second time see what i did there but anyway edge was shown wheeled on a stretcher through the backstage area by the emts adam pierce sonny deville and ray mysterio at the broadcast table cole said that this moment everyone feared ever since edge returned after undergoing double fusion neck surgery they narrated the highlights from the end of the match and then we moved backstage where rollins told megan morant that he didn't know how he was supposed to feel about what he did to edge Right, <laughs> dot, 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 pretty much. Then we get Roman Reigns told the U the Usos that they run New York and MSG and the WWE. The Usos assured him that they would make the family proud after they left the room. Reigns turned his attention to Heyman. I saved you, he says. Reigns said, why didn't you tell me Brock was at SummerSlam? And Heyman just didn't respond. So then we move on to another 9-11 video airing featuring quotes from former President Barack Obama. So we move on to the match number three between Jimmy Uso and Jay Uso versus the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Roman Reigns was showed watching the match on a backstage monitor while Heyman stared at Reigns. Jimmy kicked Ford off the apron and then hit him with a suicide dive roughly 30 seconds into the match. The Usos isolated Dawkins for a stretch. Ford eventually performed a flip dive over the top rope onto both Usos at ringside. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman walked to ringside. Ford hit one of the Usos with a kick and lost his shoe. He did some backflips and performed a standing blockbuster for a near fall. Ford and Dawkins teamed for a doomsday-style blockbuster that resulted in another near fall. Dawkins ate a super kick from Jay, who was at ringside. Jimmy super kicked Dawkins and then tagged in Jay, who performed a top rope splash for a good near fall. Reigns was then shown at ringside while Heyman stood behind him staring and looking emotional. A short time later, Ford performed a top rope splash and had the pin, but Reigns broke it up for the DQ. So I guess we get the Street Profits beating Jimmy and Jay 
by DQ in around about 15 and a half minutes in a SmackDown tag team title match. What do you think, Jack? I thought it was a great match, but I, I, I'm them having a uh, Wing Range go out, go out there and uh, get involved for DQ victory. It just makes makes me think that they got how the Street Profits take the title off off the Usos, because right, um, cause it does look look like that, and if that that, that happens, and I'm all for it, because I like the Street Profits. I, I I I've been a fan of them ever since they they debuted in a the They're the only team. They're the only tag team in my in my my knowledge that has won the Wall, SmackDown, NFT, and Evolve Tag Team Championships. Yes, that's right. That's so, true. And that's you, a huge. Dude, let me just say one thing quickly. If if you can get a baby who looks not even one years old smiling, bro, you've got the id factor, my friend. You know what I mean? And Montez Ford, man, in the future, I truly think this guy is going to be a star, bro. I really do. I, I agree. Well, Montez Ford is uh, a star, I, I, and I, I'll be shocked if they don't use him as a singles uh, competitor. Uh, oh. After after they, they they eventually break up the street profit because we all know it's coming. We just don't know when they gonna break up the street profit. Right, right. But, um, but um, it, it was a great match. I hate that one race had, had to get in there and uh, get involved. But hey, I mean, it is what it is. Well, he's the chief of the fucking, uh, of the table, bro, so he can do whatever the fuck he wants, I guess. You know what I mean? But, you know, it is what it is, man. But after the match, Reigns put Ford in the guillotine and choked him out. Heyman presented Reigns with the mic. Reigns said that if Lesnar wants it, he's going to get it. Ooh, that's very sexual, should I say. <laughs> you want to get it? You want to get it, bro? You know what I mean? I'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get it. But anyway... Rain said he would smash Lesnar as soon as he was done smashing Finn Balor. That's not nice. So we get <laughs> getting it, and then he said he's going to smash them both in a menage a trois. I mean, damn, Roman. That's fucking freaky shit, bro. But anyway, <laughs> as soon as he was done smashing Finn Balor, the demon version of Balor made his entrance, which was awesome to see. McAfee said Reigns would not be facing Balor. He would be facing the demon at Extreme Rules. The demon then enters the ring for a stare down with Reigns, who had his cousins and Heyman behind him. And that was a good sort of sight, dude. I was glad to see the demon Finn Balor back, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love the, the, the demon Finn Balor. I hate how they, they would use him in WWE when he was in the main roster. Uh, but I, I like I like he, he's back, but also kind of disappointed they, they didn't save it to the pay-per-view. I, I right. was hoping they would. I was hoping they come on to lead up like towards the baby, like how they had that tease last week. But it, I, I wish that they would keep on teasing them, teasing the demon coming out, and like like the week before, like they like forty eight hours before the baby, then he'd have it come out at the at the demon. But that that's just me. I do I I do like it that he gonna be he gonna be going up against the demon. And if if, if one way it does beat the demon from Balor. That ain't, that ain't, that make his championship ring a little bit more credible, and um, with Roman Reigns uh coming saying he got smashed uh everybody, I mean I hate I, he needs to stop saying that. He needs yeah. to stop saying he got got smashed like like are you gonna fuck him? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> I guess I mean, he is, bro. <laughs> I mean, you, you literally had a, had a, 
You literally had a shirt out saying uh, smash them, stack them, pin them. Like, dude, <laughs> pause. pause. Like, stop, saying, stop, stop saying you got to smash everybody. It's just like, gotta, just say destroy them or you got to, you know, be, uh, kick their ass. But like, I not tap it, not tap, ass. just beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that, that's even, that's even more, uh, you know, you know, sus too. Yeah, definitely sus, bro. <laughs> Fucking and there's nothing wrong with that. All right, just just want to get it out there. We're not saying it's not right. We're just saying like it's just weird wording. <laughs> That's all. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. But Roman, like Chuck said, please instead of saying smash, <laughs> say destroyed or pummeled. Maybe not pummeled, but destroyed definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man. Anyway. <laughs> And that was man. Was it really only three matches? It felt like there was more than that, but 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 that was you know that was the end, man. It was a great fucking show. I mean, there was some ups and downs. There was some what the fuck moments. I mean, we get the demon back, and like you said, it would be bit like what we, what happens next week? No demon. Then the week after, no demon. Like you know. Did they blow their load too soon, basically? I get it, it was in MSG, but like, you know, was it necessary? I mean, it's cool. I mean, I don't mind that he would come out in Magical Garden. I mean, I bet it's better off having him come out in Magical Garden than freaking Corpus Crappy Texas. <laughs> Imagine that. Corpus Christi, Texas, we get the demon. That's what they did with the Seth Rollins feel at SummerSlam. He came out with the demon like True. Uh, six days before SummerSlam in Corpus Christi. Like, <laughs> why? Uh, why? <laughs> Jesus, why not fucking Mobile, Alabama, man? No, no, no. <laughs> That's what you call a hot crowd, Michael. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, please continue on. <laughs> like I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I had to say it. Oh no, it's it's, it's fine. I, I I'm afraid I'm interrupting you you to a little bit. Nah, nah, man, not at all, not at all, bro. Please, go go for it. Say what you need, man. But uh, but do you do me from Bella? I'm glad he's back back in uh, in WWE. I just I just hope they don't they don't fuck him over. Just have him have one race to storm in in like less than 10, 10 minutes. Well. But, but um, Roman Reigns and Finn Balor always have great matches against each other, and uh, they never never have a bad match. They have great chemistry. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't see this match being a dis- disappointment. Um, uh, I, 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 I'm curious to see what happens after the the two do do feud. Are we got, are we, are we going to see that match between Roman Reigns and, and Brock Lesnar? And if so, when we going to be see it at Blood Money? It's like, well, I'm glad you brought that up because. On hitting the marks this you know this morning when me and Jago recorded and you said you heard the show, we were saying like Jago's like put down a pretty good sort of uh, map on what's going to happen basically. So what he says makes sense. So basically, I don't think personally I don't think the Demon Finn Balor is going to beat Roman Reigns. That's me, but Jago you know is leaning towards maybe Finn wins. So then we get, you know, The Rock versus Reigns. Because let's be honest, it doesn't need a championship, right? It doesn't actually need it. 
for the king, uh, for the chief of the table, right? And the chief of the family. The only problem with that is how can you call yourself the chief of the table or the head of the table if you're not fucking the champion, right? You're the head of nothing. <laughs> right. Um, I, I do, I do uh, agree that the, the master train, the walking woman range does not need a championship. Right. Because if we, if we want to have the walk beat woman range, then don't have the championship on the line. Exactly. And, and, and it, I don't, I would not, I would not mind having a, uh, Demon Finn Balor take the title off Reigns. It'll be, it'll be a cool moment. But do our is WWE smart for smart smart enough doing that? No, <laughs> I think uh, I think they, they they they've been sitting on Finn Balor ever since he came back to the main roster. Um, but I do see uh uh one Reigns face facing uh, the Rock. I just don't know when because I'm hearing that it might be SOI series. It might be uh at WrestleMania next year. He doesn't want the Rock doesn't want to do it in uh, this year uh, in Texas. He wants right. to do it in, in in Hollywood, in front of Hollywood. Like you know, fuck you, Rock. I mean, if I they want you, they want you wrestle WrestleMania in Texas. You got to wrestle in Texas. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no. But in all seriousness, I'm not. I'm, I'm still fifty fifty, man. I think the jury's still out if that match is even going to be a thing. We've been hearing this for a good year, year and a half, maybe. I'm not sure what to think, man, because at the end of the day, that insurance policy that The Rock would have, that the movie companies would have, you know what I mean? Like, it's risky, man. And to be fair, he got fucked up in his last match. We seen a dude. You know what I mean? He got fucking... He was pretty injured, and he's not getting any younger, sure. He still looks great. But really, can he really still go when you think about it? I'm not sure, bro. I mean, is it is it a big difference than, uh, between looking great and feeling great? Right, because, exactly. Cause he may he may look like a million bucks, but it's it's all about what does he, is he gonna be feeling like a million bucks in the ring, or is he gonna feel like a f- ten uh five dollars? Exactly, dude. Spot on. I don't think I don't think the Rock is gonna be like in the top tier of shape wrestling wise. Like 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 if he go he does have this match against uh Roman Reigns. Just like well, John Cena is, is not close to, to, to that. Uh, it's close to not feeling wrestling uh, uh safe wise because he him been a first in one race at SummerSlam. I felt like that was that his last like hurrah. And yeah, he's definitely. Not, like, he's not gonna be there every every year uh wrestling and be the big masters. He's not gonna have the phys- physicality, the, the physical right. uh stamp uh the mindset in in there. You know, it's just, definitely. If, if, it does, if Matt does happen, I hope The Rock does have like the stamina and the, the energy to have this match and not get serious hurt like he did at WrestleMania 29 against Cena. Exactly, dude. And there's a good chance that could happen. I mean, like I said, how many years ago was that already? He's only older now. Yeah, and if he's careful, then I, I do see him having a great match against uh, Wong Reigns. But if he does fucking fuck himself over, uh, against Reigns, I think he needed to just retire for good. I agree, and and that's coming from one of the, his biggest fans, dude. You know what I mean? And yeah, it'd be great to see him again. It's always great to see him again. Whether like you know we need to see him wrestle, I don't know, dude. But whatever the case, that could ugh, look. I think 
I don't want to say the match could stink, but because the Rock is that good that it probably won't, right? You know, he knows how to utilize doing things at a minimal sort of rate. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to do too much. Whoops, sorry for that little sound. But in saying that, I mean, I don't know where this is going. I don't see Bella beating Roman Reigns. I just don't see it, right? But then that just makes the demon look silly. It's like, well, you can put that back in the garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that definitely is not doing it for you. So that's the only issue I've got. And I'm a fucking fan of Prince Devitt slash Finn Balor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah. hope... I don't know. I just I don't know what to think of WWE and how they're going to book this shit because you just don't know sometimes. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't want this match to be uh, in a in a DQ finish. But if they if they do do that, I do I do see uh, Ballers are coming in and attacking Roman Reigns, giving him F five. That's all way I can see it being a, a, a DQ finish, a fuck fuck finish. But if to to protect both the, the Demon Finn Balor and Roman Reigns, right? But, but if they do have uh. When Reigns beat the Demon Finn Balor, uh, I would not be too upset about it. I would be disappointed, disappointed, but I would not be you know pissed off, uh, angry about it because it'll be the first time. Uh, it'll be uh, actually the second time that we see the de- Demon uh, be the throne, the throne, and uh, during the time of WWE slash NXT. I agree. No, it'd be cool. I mean, if they want to really like sort of shake it up a little bit, that'd be great. You know what I mean? But I can see Reigns being so angry and he'll blame his cousins. It'd be fucking funny, you know what I mean? They'll be yeah, begging for forgiveness. Yeah. But uh, but uh, is there anything else we need to cover, you think, Track? Or do you think that's about that's about it? Well, I mean, I want to give your your thoughts on this this new edit edit T uh oh, Yeah, please. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, I got I got I said my piece about NFT, you know, so, being we brand we brand and I want to hear your thoughts about it. Well, man, the, the problem with this, I was a huge fan of NXT. I love their product. When Triple H was doing shit, he was doing shit the right way most of the times, right? But now with this fucking, with Vince and Bruce and this colorful fucking bullshit logo that they're trying to implement that hasn't even been implemented on their show anyway yet, which is weird. Um, I don't know what to think. It's kind of put me off, dude. And the more I see main roster guys, I mean, NXT guys getting pushed up to the main roster and made to look like a friggin' dominatrix ex-fucking demolition member cross, how the fuck am I supposed to have any faith, man? You know what I mean? I mean, we don't even have, you know, who's basking in their glory anymore, dude? You get my drift? Yeah. They, I mean, seriously, he seems depressed. He seems like he doesn't even want to be there, bro. You know what I mean? And then you, like, dude, surely Cross doesn't like this. And if they're not careful, right, I've said this a few times on multiple shows, but get this, track. I can see this happening. And don't laugh because I'm being dead serious. Tick-tock, tick-tock, 24-7, bro. You get where I'm going? Yeah, I, I mean, as much as I don't want to see that, I, I, it doesn't, it would not be surprising if they do that with two killer cross having chased the 20 championship. I mean, they have fucking Jeff, Jeff Hardy chasing the 20 championship for crying out loud. 
Dude, it, TikTok 24-7. It, it's a fucking... It's a thing, bro. It's a t-shirt. It's a fucking gimmick. And imagine he took it serious. Though. That, that I'll find funny, though, if he's like, TikTok, TikTok 24-7. Yeah. And he, and he just kills everybody, right? Where he takes... Having that title so serious, like it's a real thing. You know what I mean? It's so ridiculous and funny at the same time. But in... But in saying that, I'm just hoping we... The thing about NXT, in-ring product-wise, it's second to none. Storyline-wise, right now, it's kind of all over the place, dude. Like, uh, I just hope, like, things are normal, you know what I mean? And hopefully Triple H does get his reins back. Do you think that's even a chance? Or is he totally, like, pushed out of the friggin' sort of scene, shall I say. I mean, I, I'm hearing different things that uh, that Vince Man and Bruce Bruce are going to be in control. Right, that's what I'm hearing too. And it makes sense right. because if Triple H, you know, Triple H is in the hospital, whatever. So it only makes sense why they would be taking it over. Just I hope it's not permanent. I mean, I, I'm hearing that they, you know, they, they got to have something to do with NFT, do but as far as, uh, uh, you know, the booking uh, standpoint, like who's in, in like in control, control, Tube is still going to be in in in, in uh, head of NXT along with Shawn Michaels. And I like, hope I so. I I hope so too. I don't know what to believe. I, I mean, I, I I hardly believe these stories nowadays anyway because everybody has been lying their ass off. Right. I just like I'm I'm a type I'm a type kind of person that wants to want to see you to believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same, dude. Seeing is believing, but I can't help but think that these rumors seem pretty true. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they're not true. God, I want I want this I want NFT to be still be uh at like the brand that we always always look forward to the watch. But if they want to fuck it over some more, then I I don't know, man. It's just NFT used to be the big the best thing going. Now it's just the, the afterthought. It's true, dude, and 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 it's losing steam quickly, bro. It's like they're in fucking quicksand, and. That's the thing, bro. Like, I don't understand this company, man. And I'll, and before like we go, I just want to ask you. Like, do you do you really think Vince looks at his brother-in-law Triple H? I mean, brother-in-law, son-in-law, Triple H, like he's freaking Eric Bischoff in WCW. That that's a tough one because I, I he hate he hates Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> right, absolutely, he does. No doubt about it. Even though you hide him, you just hide him to make him look like shit. And for ego purposes, like, I hate you, bitch, you know? <laughs> you get me? Yeah. But I, I don't think uh, two bases, Eric Bischoff levels of, you know, disappointment when it can't come to this man. Uh, I mean, does have a, I mean, uh, Trubay does have a great mind. And he knows. He does, dude. He knows talent. Absolutely. So, hopefully. He does have, still has has a say in NFT, and he, he has the people that he 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 chose to sign that he signed to the company. Will be from uh, years years ago or during the freaking Las Vegas trials that that held down during SummerSlam weekend. I hope he still has a say in booking those people and booking them to the the promised land because he does have a great mind, and I hope he does. He had a great eye for talent. And I hope he does have a I still have a, a say in uh, in things in a team. I hope so. Otherwise, H, just go to AEW, bro. 
<laughs> Imagine that the game is all elite. And he's pointing to the logo. You know how he points at the wrestlers, but he's pointing to the logo? I guarantee you that would be the fucking image. hundred <laughs> percent. But man, uh man, I just like I said, man, I hope Triple H gets out of this. They say it was hereditary, this heart condition. I don't know if I buy it. I think there's more to this story, I think. But, uh, you know, like I said, man, it is what it is. I'm disappointed in NXT. It's made it hard to watch for me, bro. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I have trouble watching it too. But, but like, um, they're, they're, the storylines there are, you see that uh, they're, they're that Mayweather uh, stick, stick to them. Like, the Mary, the Mary Dutrine, Dessa Loomis, and uh, Indy Hartwell. The segment where they had Zoe Starks and Eos Ryan in a in a in a Chinese restaurant. You you can tell that they had is uh this is all the segment they have are Mr. Mr. Man went over it. Oh my god, he so did. That's so Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon all over that shit, bro. And says I hope they just focus on the wrestling standpoint than do these stupid segments. And it's just like this is why you have guys like you have the wrestling fans just tune out the NFT and, and watch something else. This is why this is why the WWE as a whole is losing its fans to AEW. It's, AEW is 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 as much as we sit on AEW, AEW is trying their best to get to the to, to the top of the Western uh uh mountain. Right. And they signed all these great they signed Al Cole, signed Dr. Brian Danson, um Ruby Soho, CM Punk. I mean they 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 I don't I don't I don't mind I don't think uh AEW gonna be you know they they're not gonna be like a, a, a slouch company like we all all thought right we all, that's true we all thought this guy this this is gonna be a piss at Kimberly like two plays said but they not act like it they they take it seriously I think Twitter we need to take it serious too if they want to keep their momentum at at the top of uh top wrestling promotion but I think because I think for years to years to come. AEW going to be taken over at what's promotion uh, in years to come. And you know what's scary, dude? The what? fact that they're only two years old. Yep. That, that, but, that's great. that is scary. That is scary, dude. It doesn't... Think about it, man. Like, it took WCW how many years to get to, you know, the Monday Night Wars and get on top, right? This company, people forget that it's only two years old, man. And already they they've got two established shows on on television on cable network television right and I'm not including Dark or Dark Elevation I'm just saying you know like Rampage and Dynamite you know what I mean they've got an allegedly over two hundred thousand buy rates for All Out which comes to ten million dollars just from that that's pretty crazy bro yeah, that's, so. That's yeah, it's insane. So if WWE thinks this little pissant company is like a pissant company, well, I'm sorry, Vince and Trips even. Come on, man. You guys got to take this shit more serious because you guys are shooting yourselves in the foot and if you ain't careful, this little fucking cowboy shit of a company is going to fucking ride the sunset while you're left behind, dude. I mean, I'm seriously, I mean... They're catching raw, dude. It's it's realistic that they can catch raw. Yeah, it, it, there's a chance that they they might be uh 
money while in a way on on a regular basis. That's how right. that's that's how many people are coming out of WWE and watching AW again because he has he got the people that that stopped watching AW for like like the like the, like the first first six six months they started watching it for a little bit and they just stopped watching it and now they now start to come back. I mean hell even even me I mean I I, I was not known as a AW hater you know I I've been critical about him for for a while. <laughs> me too much right. Much like you and Chris. But if we when we see something good at AW, we gotta praise the hell out of it. Hell yeah, AW, man! AW been doing pretty good so far, and it's only gonna get better for them if they just keep on, just keeping up momentum. Don't say, don't say, or do stupid shit. Like, don't have Cody Cole Wells beat Malachi Black uh, uh, oh. at the uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Don't don't fucking do it. Cause if we, if we if we do it, we gotta fucking rant about it, and we gotta pit, be pissed. Cause Malachi Black is is over as hell as a heel, and everybody in AEW is doing well. I, I mean, most most of the people. Most they need, right. They still need to, they need to get their uh, talent, the, like the younger talent, over, especially the black talent. Um, oh, don't get me but, started. <laughs> but they do need to get their their, their the talent built up, and how like the masses. That, that they that the high profile master that you you have on dark put on 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 rampage or, or dynamite because I there's a lot of people that were that were uh, that was that was hating the fact that they had Big Swole versus D- Diamante on dark <sighs> instead of having on either rampage or dynamite because that was a high high profile feel on dark but they just like sticking with, with dark and not put on rampage and, and uh dynamite that's why people are so critical about this company. Right, right. Instead of having uh the stars that are busting their ass on dark and dark elevation, put those guys on on the rampage. Put the guys on dynamite, and that that's why you need to start focusing on like signing these big name uh, main event talent and start building up the, the new talent you have on the roster that you just signed or they've been there for the very beginning and they still haven't had uh, their uh their just do. I agree 100%. And TK needs to stop acting like a friggin' mark, dude. I mean, did you see the media scrum after All Out with Adam Cole? Uh, don't get me started on that. Oh. I, 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 tend to, I tend to zone out a watch no things, but I see the highlights on, on social media, and he's just like smiling for the ear, like... <laughs> dude, man, it's... Yeah, man. I've met professional wrestlers before in my life, as you have, Track. I've never acted like that in my life, bro. Yeah, I never act like more. I act, I act like I try. I try not to mark out as much. Yeah, me too, dude. Like, and I appreciate that shit, man. You get further by being normal than being a fucking creep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not, the, I'm not, the, I'm not the kind of kind of wrestler fan that will literally stand in front of a hotel or no, hell no, hell no. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. I would not. I would not do that. If we, if we, if we do that, then you're a fucking creepy. You're a fucking. <laughs> you're a fucking. Not, yeah, yeah. Go continue. I was also not, not a kind of guy that would literally uh, wear the same shit to a wrestling events, sit in the front row, trying to get noticed. Hey, that's, look at that's, me. <laughs> that's some stupid, stupid shit. I mean, to all the the green shirt guys, the broad lesser guys, uh, <laughs> they got it. The guy that wear the same white suit to the, to the event wearing the the straw hat guy, the, the oh, yeah the straw hat guy, faith no more guy, <laughs> yeah the mama's boy, <laughs> the, 
the Natalia fanboy, <laughs> just all those guys, all those fans, you are fucking Mark, and I, I hate you for it. And like, I'll spend all the rest of fans that, that act respectful and act like rest of fans, but, but that don't act like they don't, they just want to be here for just be on TV. I'll spend right. But don't yeah. act a fucking Mark and act like a very, like a freaking creep to the point that the wrestlers and the wrestler fans alike, like, like, like me and Jimmy, Exactly. <laughs> it's true, man. It makes me cringe and it gives us a bad name, dude. And when I say us, I'm talking about, you know, wrestling fans as a whole. I get it. I can understand a kid acting like that. That's normal. But when you're a fucking grown-ass man, no. <laughs> For fuck's sake, don't even go there, man. Jesus Christ, man. I don't, you know what, dude? I don't even ask for their autograph anymore. I just shake their hand and and that's that. I feel like they appreciate that sometimes. You know what I mean. And you know it's just it's, it's just fucked up, dude. You 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 get further by actually being a human being and not fucking some muktard who's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, hands in the mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking crazy, bro. It's it's fucking crazy. But you know, unfortunately, you get those type of wackos, dude. I'm not saying all the all our listeners are wackos, but if you're listening and you're one of them, <laughs> please, you need help. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> anyway, Track, is there anything else we need to touch on? Is there anything else you want to touch on? Uh, I, I, I can't, can't, can't think anything right now. I mean, <laughs> uh, we, I think I think we touched all we, that we need to touch on at, at the moment. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, in saying that, get your shit in, bro. Well, you can find me on Twitter at MacRaisingNews. You can find me on Instagram at MichaelDavis212. You also subscribe to the PW Hustle Zone. That's my channel. You know, I do the Atro Black Experience. I do crew reveals. I do wrestling reveals and previews. And coming coming soon, it's no, I'm no longer going to do the Flame Moments of the PB Hustle and Hymea Group. It will not be changed to the uh, Flame Moments of the PB Hustle and Hitting the Marks. Yeah, oh. That's right. I still gotta keep on doing the the, the uh, like I still it's not gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not starting over. I just gotta change it from hiring me a group cut into um hitting the marks because I mean but, p- 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 simply put fuck hiring me a group. I mean that's all. I got oh, to say oh, um, oh. <laughs> they want kick they want kick me out of my out of the group without me knowing and they want to have some uh, big league of a, a asshole does act like they're he hot, hot shit. Kick me out of the group, you know. Fuck that. I'm not. I'm not with that. I'm sorry to Billy Way. I mean, I'm a big way, but I'm sorry. It's just I'm not done with that. The childish bullshit. Yeah, that's it. fucked. I'm. I changed it to the PBSO and hitting the Mars because I've been down with PBSO and hitting the Mars for years, and they have not been backstabbing assholes like everybody in the me group. So, and that that that's a suit. So, that that that's that. We got an exclusive right here, but you know what? I'm glad you said this because I, I wanted to ask you, and I'm going to ask you, who do you think would have fucking kicked you out? And if it's someone that we both know, fuck it, air it out, man. They need to be aired out. Well, I mean, one person in particular is, I, I can think of on top of my head is MSG. Oh, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I can actually definitely see that. He's... Oh, look, man, MSG, man, I love you, bro, but fuck, man, sometimes you got fucking attitude, bro. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he, he I, me and him had gone back and forth for years, and I mean, he got mad at me for saying that Dub Ziggler was, he said that Dub Ziggler was the modern version of Ricky Steamboat. Oh my God. And I had to comment on that and say that you're fucking wrong. And he said that just because that Dub Ziggler had more money than, than Ricky Steamboat, he, he's better than him. Like, fuck off, man. Like, Ricky Steamboat can wipe the floor with uh, Dub Ziggler and wipe his ass too. <laughs> wipe and, his ass. Twice on Sundays, bro. Exactly, and it's like um, uh, MSG. I'm not gonna say his full name because his full name fucking sucks ass anyway. But um, <laughs> he he is a, a fucking drama drama king, drama drama queen. He is, he is, he definitely is, man. He is. You're right. He's been like that for years. And we're talking about Madison Square Garden, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he <laughs> I mean, I know he kicked me out of the group, uh, uh, too. He all, he, he threatened, I mean, I, I, all, all the years I've been on the PBSO, uh, Facebook group page as a moderator or as an admin, I never, ever kicked him out of the group. I never, I, I thought about it, but I, I, I tried to be a bigger man. I didn't kick him out at all. And he want to kick me out of the uh, Hanamir group. I don't know if he would, he, he kicked me out the second time, but I know he did kick me out the first time. So. Well, no shit. And Ray, that's confirmed. I mean, Big Ray, uh, yelling him about it. Yeah so, yeah, like, yeah. so, I don't know what the, what the hell is going on with him. I, I honestly don't give a shit. I I want I don't want to hear anything about him anymore. I mean, he's not part of Harmony Miguel Bay anymore. He's not doing podcasts with them. That's right. Good, good, good witness. Yeah, does. suck his balls, MSG. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does, yeah, I I have bigger balls than you. I mean, <laughs> right, you don't even have you don't even have balls. <laughs> you see what I did there, but. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> but anyway <laughs> suck his balls alright and yeah man he does have an attitude problem at, at times and he's a bit snarky you know what I mean I just try not to even argue with him because I don't want to be pissed at him you know what I'm saying because if I get pissed off I'm going to say some real fucked up shit and I know let's just say you know he's a bit emotional dude I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna get heat, heat for this. I got probably have people talking about me saying I'm gonna say like, "Oh, please, bro." I don't, I don't care. I mean, it was bound to. I was bound to say this on our podcast anyway. So like, it's gonna be, it'll, 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 it'll be me talking on on the podcast, or me uh, ranting on on, on YouTube. Or That's it. Days. And it's just like I don't care anymore. I'm tired, tired of childish bullshit. I, I, the, older, the older I get, the more more of a tour I, I get. I'm not done That's with it. this childish bullshit. Absolutely, I agree with you 100. percent And believe me or not, I've patched up shit with people I never thought I'd patch up with in the podcast game. So insane, that MSG man. You know, I like, I love you, bro. But you know, I'm sorry, but he ain't wrong, bro. I just, you know what I mean. And it's nothing personal. Because at the end of the day, I've got nothing against you, but man, you need to chill the fuck out sometimes, bro. In saying that, though, <laughs> I'm Jimmy T. He's Michael Davis, a.k.a. 8-Track Black. And you're listening to the PWC. Friday Night Smack Talk. See, for a second, I got confused. And before we totally end it, right, I just want to say, please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com. Also, please hit us up at hittingthemarks.com where you'll find all the PWC shows. Also, like and subscribe to the pwhustle.podbean.com, I believe, right? That, Mick, is that, is that what the 
the uh, the URLs. And, and Peter, we also network. All right, There you go. Thank you for the correction. Which you will find the skirmish every every Thursday, I believe it, it it comes out on the on the hustle, which I'm proud to announce. And just please hit us up on social media at PWC, wherever whatever social media platform you you do, except for Instagram. I haven't made an Instagram page yet there, but. I'm Jimmy T, he's Michael Davis, and you've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the Hidden the Marks Network. Peace.
That's right. The tribal chief in the bloodline runs WWE. Therefore, the tribal chief runs New York City. Ipso facto. Huh? Which means the tribal chief runs Madison Square Garden. So MSG, acknowledge me. understand I, I have one simple question for you of all the championships that we can go after together why the universal title think of all the success we can have going in I got a question for you Paul Why didn't you tell Roman I was going to be at SummerSlam?
Brock's having the time of his life right now. Roman and the Usos. What if you don't sign it? Maybe Becky. I don't want to sign this. Becky, just sign the contract. Becky, girl, uh-uh. Sign the damn contract. I want you 
want you to sign it. They want you to sign it. Sign it. Sign it. Sign it. Sign it. Sign it. 14,425 strong pellet big time bets. Wait, read it? I was sitting at home listening to you people chat. We want Becky. I came back last minute notice. Last minute notice. Saved all of your asses. Beat the champion in 26 seconds, and this is how you treat me. my baby girl at home for you people and you're favoring a flash in the pan over me New York's still booing though And I will beat them. I will give you your match, but it's gonna end the same way. Well, it's official. Becky Lynch will defend the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bianca Belair two weeks from Sunday at Extreme Rules. There will be no running that night, no walking away that night for the champion Becky Lynch as Bianca gets her fair shake at Extreme Rules. Bianca Belair says the champ has been ducking and dodging her for weeks. Now the contract is signed and locked and delivered. Ford catches Jimmy, and Jimmy knocked over the top as well. Maybe they don't give a damn about joining anybody. Tag made. Here comes Montez Ford. Got a fly. Incredible. What a crossbody. Cover. Almost had him for the titles. And Montez Ford with a clothesline to Jimmy Uso and now Jey Uso. And Ford with a kick right in the midsection. Montez Ford putting the hurt on the Usos. Losing his shoe, throwing an Air Force into MSG. Don't need it, he says. Shoeless Montez Ford. Incredible. How's he doing this? Nobody knows, it's amazing. Ford for the tag titles right here tonight on SmackDown and a kick out at two. Tag team titles are on the line. Everything is on the line. Leave it all out there. The Usos gonna slide tag. Oh, and missed wildly. Dawkins down. Oh, my super kick. And the Usos to retain. Hook of the leg on Dawkins who powers out. 
Oh, my. Great tag team action here. The Uso saying, oh, no, Montez Ford is back. One shoe still on the outside. Drowning into the barricade. Dawkins from behind, roll up to win the goal. Is it enough here? Almost had him kick out of two. And a super kick. The official never saw it. Another super kick. Tag made. Jey Uso top rope. Uso splash to retain. Cover. And a kick out by Dawkins, and the Providence are still at it. Roman Reigns thought this thing was over. MSG thought this thing was over. And it almost looked like a, a, a look of, of concern on the, the face of Roman Reigns. And Paul Heyman seems to be praying to the heavens above for everything to work out for him somehow. But there is literally no good outcome for Paul Heyman, just to let that be done. I mean, this is awesome for everybody out here except for Paul Hill. And now Jey Uso, as Dawkins delivers a right. Montez Ford back up to the apron, makes a tag. And now Jimmy tags in. Ford and Jimmy Uso are legal. Step up in Zaguri, Dawkins down, but keep in mind, Dawkins is not the legal man. Jimmy, Jimmy Uso realizes it now from the heavens. Electric in Madison Square Garden tonight. And look at Rollins driving Edge out of the ring. Went up to the top rope, Edge was moving away, and Rollins wisely came down and went on the attack. This might be the new game plan. Can't let Edge sleep for a second. And Rollins taking out Edge. Rollins in control. Can Edge climb back into this live on Fox? Edge. Heading up to the top rope, Seth Rollins down here at the announce table. Edge gonna launch himself into Rollins. Down goes Rollins. This is an all-out brawl. Rollins and Edge on Fox. And Edge planting Rollins full Nelson slam. Cover for the win and a kick out at two. SummerSlam rematch. Edge heading to the top rope. Seth Rollins going to meet him there. How the hell did he do that? Is that a spider monkey? Rollins no. looking for a superplex, and Edge able to block that. And now Rollins face first. Edge got him where he wants him. Agile up, quick, gone. Edge says, gets off my rope, sir. Edge now. Oh, uh, caught, caught Rollins, looks to step through now and put Rollins away. Rollins trying to make himself to the bottom rope to prevent a tap out here. The rope would break the hold. Oh, and then driving Edge into the bottom turnbuckle. So with that, Edge has gone off the top rope to the outside, the middle rope now, leaving nothing. In the chamber here against and now Rollins, Seth Rollins. Look at Rollins. Rollins looked like he was trying to set up a cross face, which Edge is used to his advantage. Two count kick out by Rollins. And now Edge looking for the cross face. Rollins looks to roll through. Edge still hasn't locked in. Is Rollins going to tap out? I think Edge rolled that into the center of the ring. Rollins trying to make it to the rope to force a break. Can he get there? He Edge. tapped out at SummerSlam. We can't forget that. 
This is the same move that took Rollins out in Las Vegas. Will it happen here again tonight on SmackDown? And Edge doing this as well at SummerSlam, but this time Rollins makes it to the ropes to force the break. Bouncing Seth Rollins' head like a basketball, and he's Trey Young in Madison Square Garden. Edge has gone back to that dark place. Look at those eyes. Oh, well, he's blinking there, but there they are. Super kicks with his face. The devastating stop that Edge tried so hard to avoid. A stop to the surgically repaired neck. Edge is motionless. Rollins with the cover and the victory. Here is your winner, Seth Rollins. But, uh, official Jessica Carr. Uh, Apparently, I think she's calling for help. Edge is motionless. Edge has not moved since the, the stop was delivered. And EMTs now making their way down to ringside. Pat, this is something that we have feared for, for a couple of years now since the return of Edge to action here in WWE. Is this? 
I can't believe this right now. Are you? You better believe it, Pat. Let's go, dude. For the first time ever on SmackDown, the Demon is here. Finn Balor's alter ego. Roman Reigns will not be facing Finn Balor at Extreme Rules. Well, that's how it appears. Roman Reigns will be facing the Demon at Extreme Rules. Finn Balor has said when he's pushed too far, his personality changes. His inner demon is released. We saw the red light a week ago. Who could it have been? We could have never dreamt the demon would be on SmackDown in MSG, staring down Roman Reigns. It appears it'll be Roman Reigns and the demon for the Universal Championship two weeks from Sunday at Extreme Rules. HTM Podcast Network.